Today on the podcast, we have Joshua Farr, who is a musician, a videographer, a creative, a designer, wears a number of different hats. I'm really excited to share because uh, we talk a little bit about what it's like to be a creative and what it feels like mentally, emotionally, sometimes the different names and people that you need to be at in different situations and different contexts, and hope that from today's session, uh, you can pull away some gems on what it's like to be a creative person, embrace it, and just embrace joy. your origin story i would say my career started um in 2011 and the reason that stands out always to me is before that i did art and i made music and did things but i never told anyone that it was what i did as a profession or a passion Mm. and it was on that day that um i went to an event that red bull was throwing and a bunch of really cool bike people were there from la I walked in, got really nervous, couldn't do it. And so I walked out, went to the corner store, bought a pack of cigarettes, walked back in and was like, hey, you want to smoke? And (laughs) from that point, I just like started interacting with everyone. I was like, yeah, I'm Josh. I run this thing called the Volcano Club. Mm -hmm. And it was just a nickname that I came up with, like with a friend in college once. And I was like, yeah, I just make videos and do all these things. And I just kept telling people that story. And then everyone was like, oh yeah, Josh, you know, he's the guy that does that. So I, um, from there, I just became like, you know, the digital marketing person. And I ended up working with Chrome and um, Bianchi and just like all of these different cool brands. And from that, ended up using the marketing tools I learned and getting just like the more tech jobs and kind of growing in that space of like growth marketing and CRM. Uh, and learned like cool this can pay my bills i'll continue Mm -hmm, to do that mm -hmm. but on the side like i'm going to every single bike event i'm traveling um i had started a cycling team at this point just because it felt like the right next step um and so (laughs) then it got to a point where i was like okay this bike thing is cool this um growth marketing thing is cool but i need something else and so i left all of that behind the whole bike and video kind of like piece behind and just focused on more marketing um, and just learned everything I could in that space until maybe let's just say like 2015 would be like the next milestone. Um, That summer, my grandma passed. I found myself very lost and just like not knowing what to do. And that's when music came back in like a really official format. Mm -hmm. Um, And I started making music or making um, really just making sound um, as a process for grief and for um, saying the words that I couldn't actually like say and like vocalize, just like putting it into music. And so, um, yeah, that started that project and I played a couple of shows and did like a couple of like TED Talk-esque things about that season. 
And then I started making music under Yate, who is what I um, have now. And that is the just like Yate represents that season and what, you know, what comes out of not having a voice or not knowing how to use your voice. Um, I believe Yate now is like the design tool to make the soundscape that tells you that entire story or at least tells you or um, influences or informs your emotions so that you're able to see and hear whatever, um, hopefully whatever is, you know, mourning or joy or whatever it is, like you're able to get into that space as well. Um, and so that is Yate and Brother Far, which is like probably my most recent name, if you will, um, is it's just like the official announcement that like I will always be this like God loving hippie Christian dude, you know, and like the Christian title might change, but the like my heart is always in the same place. Like I believe the Creator made me to create, and that my creation can help others feel created. Mm-hmm. And that creation and that feeling of created, um, being created gives us like a common bond and joy and a reason to believe that there's something to hope for. Anything I output is with that, you know, like if I work with a brand, I'm like, I want these pictures to feel like this. I want to make sure that whatever we're selling or whatever story we're pitching, like your client, your customer, whoever it's going to be is going to feel this way about your product. And like, if we can't get to that point, then we probably aren't going to do this because I'm just too old to be like, you know, trying to like <laughs> sign anything. But um, yeah, like any photo, drone video I shoot, I'm like, let me just create this moment for their customer or client so that they can just be like, wow, this was cool. I'm, I'm glad I saw this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then lastly is Jack Sriracha, which is just my alter ego. Um, if Yate is like my inner child's like voice, then um, Jack Sriracha is like the version of myself I wish I was, but really I'm glad I'm not, which is just like the big and strong and hip and just like attractive man who just walks through to anyone, man, woman, whatever your gender you <laughs> believe in. He's like, I don't care. I love you and you're going to love me because I just ooze this energy. And I make music in that mindset. So it's always just like super hip hop or super like jazzy and like kind of like, you know, jingles and stuff. And yeah, I make it purely for commercial. It's just like use this on whatever Internet thing you want. Um, (laughs) And that is where I process like my frustration and my um, whatever raw extreme emotion kind of always ends up getting a quick output through there. So Mm. yeah. those are the origin stories. Yeah, I, I've i worn a lot of names, and in each of those names has been like kind of representative of um, what part of my life I was in in that part. Mm-hmm. So like, we'll be downtown and someone will be like, Fish, and I'm like, oh, you know me from the bike world. Or they'll be like, Josh, and I'm like, you know me because of as a child, <laughs> <laughs> you know? What are you excited about these days? What fills your time? Mm, um. I'm really excited lately about film photography and just getting back into photography in general. Um, it was, I think it's safe to say like music and photography have been in my life since I was a young child. Um, I've always 
taken the cameras out of like my from my parents or my aunt and uncle um and just used it or bought one and like when i think back i've always been documenting like our family and like moments and stuff so it's fun to now have my family and be doing that um, oh so yeah. that's amazing yeah, full, full full circle there <laughs> yeah it's been really rewarding um and because my wife is also like learning that she really loves photography as well um it has become a really great space for us to kind of connect on as well who's inspiring you these days like who who do you want to shout out that's like filling up your creative cup yeah my wife, my lovely, 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 lovely wife, who really turned into like a muse and a business partner at times, like the producer to my director. Mm-hmm. So I ran this account called OP1 and Chill. Um, and I had bought this little keyboard, the OP1 from Teenage Engineering back in like 2015, 2016, fell in love with it, was like, where did this come from? And then I made a little Instagram account where I just literally reposted everyone before that was like big. But I learned in that moment, like talk to people and just like, if you want to share something or if you like what they do, let them know. Because just that moment of being like, wow, this is cool. Do you mind if I repost or share it? They get this moment of like, wow, another human actually cares enough about my artwork to want to share that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so a lot of the people I know, especially in the music world, is all because of that account. Um, my friend Joe Shoemaker, beautiful musician, psychologist, guy who works at in Napa. Um, I met him because of OP1 and Chill, though. Just like we both made little silly doodles, and I was like, we should hang out and be friends, you know? Yeah, and you never know if that's the the thing that they just really needed in that moment. Because I've right. had those those moments where right. I'm like, I'm not shit, and then somebody just says, "Oh, I love this. It, it brought me some joy," or "I saw this and it made me stop." And then that kind of like. I don't know. I feel like it's like the most loving of slaps across the face. <laughs> like, get, yes. get out of your head. I feel like if I spend so much time telling myself, like, no one is going to like this anyway, I might as well just get it over with. And I know in the back of my head, they're going to like it. I know my art is good. I know whatever. But yeah, it is that need of just like, can anyone today take a moment out of your day and be like, Josh, that was really good. Mm. And acknowledge and affirm that part of me so I can be like, this is, you know, this is for that person. I have at least one fan that I know of or something, mm-hmm. you know? Man, um, obviously Ari has <laughs> been, like, no cap. Like, you definitely continue to inspire, continue to create, continue to just, like, push yourself, but, like, more methodically every single revision. So keep that up. Um, my boy Daniel Steele is, like, an incredible musician, Daniel Steele Music. Um, great guy, just funny and just human, you know? Um, Photography-wise, um, Fahed Siadat. He is a composer, um, a professor, and he just is a close friend that always has a good word about, like, reminding about the purpose of art, the purpose mm-hmm. of spirituality and and acknowledging some type of creator um and that if that's god if that's buddha if that's rumi like whatever your creator is like acknowledge it in your artwork um and that is really like he's just such a grounding human being in that regard um and then lastly my friend eric um as another musician in la um has a band called crafted child that i met and we've just 
become brothers and mm. it's beautiful. So yeah, those, those guys. Today's episode of Vicinity is brought to you by Viscera Studio, a design studio helping passionate entrepreneurs visualize beautiful ideas. Viscera Studio helps people build brands that emotionally resonate with customers by creating innovative strategies designing brand identities. Capturing powerful images through photography and architectural design to build spaces as unique as your business. Visit viscerastudio.com to find out how we can help visualize your beautiful ideas and sign up for a free 20-minute consultation. Can you tell us about a time when you sort of struggled with the business and art side of things? And, mm-hmm. you know, how did you overcome that? I don't shoot video professionally anymore. And that was like a decision I made maybe three weeks ago because I went to school, um, went to Academy of Art for motion pictures and television because I wanted along the same lines of taking my imagination and outputting it. That to me seemed like the coolest way to do that. Um, and so when I, you know, I didn't end up graduating, I went for like two and a half years. But when I left, I was like, I have to do something to sh- prove that this time was worth it. Um, and so I would just, you know, whatever projects fine, I would shoot and all of that. Maybe 2013, where I was very much so shooting video as my job. And like I had started the Volcano Club and its purpose was um, social media and digital marketing for cycling industry. Um, and that's how, you know, cause at the time I was really passionate about bikes and I just wanted to live on the bike. And that was, um, to me, the quickest way of going about that. Um, I didn't have really the business savvy and I was just like, well, I've got this camera and I've got this passion, like, won't that carry me? Um, and so once my kind of first round of clients dried up, I was like, oh no, like I don't have anyone to go to. So I'm like desperately trying to reach out and all of that. And it just didn't pan out. Um, so this round, what I've done is very much keep the two separate of like, I freelance, you know, marketing related skills. And I also do photography and stuff, but that side of it is like that money is considered bonus. It's not considered Mm. anything that comes out of that space is like, you know, to help us out or to have buy a new camera or something, but it's never, um, I don't look at it as being like, this is our, you know, ticket to freedom or anything Mm. like that anymore Mm -hmm. it's just trying to make sure that like until the worlds collide in that regard i know i'm working to take care of my part so that my art can at least exist in its own space if you could kind of flip that on its head um what do you hope someone would say about your work in the future i hope in the future that when people come across whatever it is i've created be it music or some video or shot that they're just like this guy really enjoyed life and he enjoyed like seeing people live i hope just all my art just gives people a reason to live Mm. you know just like they see it and they're like man i want some more of that moment creativity can lead you to places where you feel stuck sometimes who do you Mm. turn to when you feel stuck Oh boy. Um, man, (laughs) this is funny because this is my life right now. Um, 
I have been in a season of like stress outputting where it's just mm. like I have to be putting something out because if I don't, no one will remember me. And if no one remembers me, I'm not going to make money. So lately, I have learned to turn to the people who I know have known me. My friend Daniel, he's a musician. Um, I went on tour with him once and he just gets me like as a you know mm. chubby black nerd like one <laughs> one to one we kind of just understand each other in that space um for me right now when i find myself in that season of just like i don't know what i'm doing i don't know what i'm going to put out i don't know why i'm trying to put anything out um i usually don't just call them and talk about everything else but creation or creating anything um they've been doing a really great job of kind of sharing that part with me of like, yes, this is what the season can look like and sit in it and be comfortable in that and, you know, work on your chops during this time. Work on just like the repetitive things that um, make it easier. So when you, you know, are in that season of like growth and, you know, opportunity, all of the foundational pieces are already in place. This is so human, right? Like we all like really, really deep down want so badly yeah to be seen and make sure that we're visible. And and there's a lot of like fear that comes with that, especially, you know, the things that you're talking about being more, more vulnerable, like creating art from a place of, um, you know, either hurt, sadness, anger, all of those sort of more difficult emotions um, can be draining and it can be hard to adjust what that relationship to art looks like. If that's kind of the, the path that yeah. you know with it. Um, exactly. It's, yeah, it's rough. I mean, I have a similar relationship to my art. The only time I had taken one visual studies class in grad school and this teacher was just, he was rough. Um, he hated everything that I did the whole time. And, you know, I was like, well, I've been a creative for so long, like really thought that this was going to be a class where I phoned it in. And I um, fractured my finger one week and I was in, I had a studio class. Like I just, I was working full time, you know, everything was just going to hell. That week I made some art that was, you know, came from a place of being like pissed off and not maybe as controlled and he loved it. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like this sort of ghoulish relationship sometimes we have to the production of art and feelings where it's like, let me consume your pain. And that's so, so rough. Yo, yo, everything I post on Instagram and I'm like, this sucks. I don't really care for it. You know, I know the internet will love it. Um, and it, they do. But it's always when I'm doing something out of a, a place of like, like this isn't what my heart calls me to do, you know? Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And then you get like 50 million likes or whatever. And you're like, oh my gosh, why am I here? Yeah. Or the yeah. teacher is like, this is fantastic. And you're like, mm -hmm. F off. Like you've never liked anything that my heart has truly desired. There's just like a lot of, yeah, consumption of, of, of hurt and not a lot of celebration of joy. And I think that's a place that a lot of us are trying to get to. <laughs> I wish this was video so they could see me just like <laughs> stirring that phrase up in the world. Well, and I think even beyond that, you know, like being people of color too, it's just layered on layered on layered. Mm. And so finding that relationship to joy is something that I think, um, you know, with each generation we're getting closer to, but we don't have a framework for that necessarily like it hasn't been something passed down as like a, a you know i don't have a family lineage of do do what you like you know no. <laughs> it's do what will f what will keep you housed and fed make um, us proud 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. What do you wish you knew before you started in a creative career? Honestly, I wish I knew in the beginning, like back when I was in art school and I was like, I'm never going to work another corporate job or whatever story I told myself. I wish I knew then that's not the point. Mm. Like this career, this choice in life right now is not a career choice. This is a path. This is to gain the tools you need to be able to tell your story. And if it comes to a point where you're able to do it as, you know, like your profession and, uh, you know, put bread on the table and all that. Excellent. But this isn't the point right now. Mm. Um, and so to be able to free myself of that hustle mentality of saying like, you got to go out, you got to shoot every video, you got to shoot every picture and get known and go to the conferences. And I'm not mad that I did any of those things because it definitely made me who I am today. And like, I learned a lot of skills and tools, but during those seasons, I think I could have been a lot more present and enjoyed it Mm -hmm. and taken the time to also figure out like, what is it that I want to tell and why earlier on, um, Art is art and, you know, separation of like art and state, (laughs) you know, like that should be a thing. Like do not mix your, you know, W2s and 1099s with your artwork. (laughs) Anything I didn't ask, anything you want to shout out, things that you're excited about, Mm. how can people find you? You can find me online at Brother Far um, or at Yate with three Ys, Y-Y-Y-A-T-E or just Jack.Sriracha. Um, and just, yeah, reach out, say hi. I think I'm always interested in looking for, um, new moments to capture. So, um, I think that's something I might be starting soon. Actually, now that we're talking about this out loud, um, is I want to just like invite people to invite me to hang out with them, (laughs) like Hmm. book a time that you'd like me to come with a camera and capture whatever, your life is like whatever is mundane, you know, but those daily moments, I think it just could be like a really fun project of just catching people living again and not just like always getting the highlight reels. So amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you for, for being on the podcast and sharing your amazing thoughts, history, ideas, work. Um, really appreciate it. Vicinity is hosted by Ari Takata Vasquez and produced by Viscera Studio. The Viscera Studio team produced original cover art by Sia Gould and cover animation art by Sonia Pohl. Closing music by Jack Sriracha. Check him out on all streaming services and at Brotherfar on Instagram. Intro and commercial break music by Understory, which is Miles Bianchi and Ari Takata Vasquez. Find them on Spotify. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to get notification of new episodes. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to help more people find our show.